Greetings in the name of the drunken glory. <laughs> oh, the, one of my favorite parts about the Florida outpouring with Todd Bentley is on the wrong God TV. And he's like, I baptize you in the name of Sheikaboom Bam. Oh my gosh, I love it. We've gone through a lot as a body of Christ, and we are definitely a peculiar people. If you're not peculiar, I'm suspicious. Oh my goodness, you should be queer. Oh yeah, queer means peculiar. Hallelujah. But no homo, no homo. Jesus. Not even homo sapien sapien, amen? Amen. We're not animals. Glory. It's true. This is probably the most persecuted thing you'll ever hear. But we are, in fact, angels. You're an angel! Oh my God! You want to see people freak out. Well, the book of Luke says you're the angel-like sons of God, the children of the resurrection. Now, the word for angel is the word for spirit. And so everyone's like, oh, that's sound doctrine. Oh, yep. Spirit, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with my spirit. But as long as I stay in the soul realm, I'll never be persecuted. When I live in the spirit realm of my rich treasury of glory, that's all we've ever known. Because Cain is the soul, Abel is the spirit. Where do you sacrifice? To snakes or to God? Christ is only in your spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is only with your spirit. Full spiritual stature is only with your spirit. God the Father is only a spirit. <laughs> he is. And Jesus taught in John 6, the flesh counts for nothing. The brain. The brain. What you people spend all your money on, all your time on, all your lives on, Counts for zero, Jesus Christ said. The soul realm is the lie. Those are the ones who live in the lie, in the matrix. Potent sorcery, fallen angels, demons, foul spirits, spirits of infirmity, every single lion demon spirit in the world only works through the skull. Have you been crucified with Christ at the place of the skull? Golgotha? Calvary? Skull Hill? Have you? Shika. Shika Boomba Bam. Holy Ghost. Shaba. Shuba. Jesus. That time of worship was so incredible. Wow. Next level. It's the next level of the throne of grace. God the Father said, You have reached the level on the mountain called throne of grace. <laughs> That's what he said to me. It's a level I've never experienced before. As our sister was singing in the music, the exact same thing I was experiencing was happening. I, I could feel, and I've felt this many times before, but not in perfect coordination to the music that was randomly playing on YouTube that I didn't even choose. I didn't pick any of those songs. I just put in Steve Swanson random on YouTube and all that played. Man, that was cool. 
That was amazing. I felt the oil and I saw visions of the honeycomb of gold and I saw streets of gold on earth and I saw the golden realm of the favor of King Jesus and it was just explosive. Liquid gold, gold honeycomb, gold everywhere. Gold is the color of heavenly Jerusalem. Gold represents the kingdom of heaven. Gold is the favor which is grace of the Lord Jesus Christ in your spirit. And your spirit is a rich treasury of glory. Rich treasury of glory. How much favor do you need? I mean, as much as it takes to take this world back from the devil, to heal every sickness and every disease, every terminal illness. You know, the soul realm is the realm of types and shadows. Honestly, I love you guys. That's why I tell you the truth, so you can be spiritual with me in heaven in your spirit and not hell in your soul. But most of you are soulish. And I love you, and I know you want to be spiritual. And being spiritual is being crucified at the place of the skull, crucified with the golden oil, which is Christ. Christ means anointed one. Christ means anointing. Anointing is oil. It's all about the oil. The seven spirits of God is the fresh oil from God the Father through our bodies, the temples of the Holy Spirit, the anointing. The Holy Spirit's the anointing of the Lord Jesus. We have been so religious, and this snake of the soul realm has been crawling through the sand, and we've just been serving demons in ignorance. We've been perishing for lack of knowledge. And it's so bad... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys want to even hear all the terrible stuff that happens to us externally every day. And most of it's because of witchcraft prayers of Christians praying for us, praying their soul, conjuring snakes to attack us. I mean, but it's nonstop. You guys have seen the soap opera that is Red Letter Ministries. And a lot of people have sided with the devil and the snakes that attack us and be like, glad, I'm glad you're suffering. A lot of people enjoy seeing us getting hurt. It's true. Because the anointing hurt them. And now they want to hurt the anointing. And all they do is hurt us externally. Paul was stoned so many times that he lost track. That was all religion. That was the religious spirits in all the cities he was going to. People would come around and they would turn people against Paul. They'd turn the religious against Paul. People would be on the brink of receiving Christ and then the Jewish Pharisees would come around and have so much authority in the soul realm with serpents and snakes in there with fallen angels and it would turn the whole crowd against Paul. Paul was the minority everywhere he went. He planted all those churches in Asia Minor. Hallelujah. He did. From nothing. From zero. From scratch. I mean these people were as pagan as pagan gets. Especially the Corinthians. And you know the longer the epistle the more demon-possessed the city. It's a true saying. Because the apostolic word of the high priest and the apostle Jesus Christ deals with every demon spirit in the region. So you got a long book. In Romans, oh my goodness, Corinthians, woo! That is the most demon-possessed territory in the world. It was, too. The Corinthians, to be a Corinthian was to be a prostitute. And the these were rebellious people, and I was once a prostitute and a rebellious person myself, so I can completely relate with being a Corinthian. <laughs> I mean, I needed that book. I come out of so much sin, it's just ridiculous. 
and he's healed me, delivered me, saved me, and it's like we need that book. We need it. We need every book. In fact, I think the cities of the USA need the whole lump of the New Testament and just feasting on it every day because we are so demonized and we think we're good. You're not good. Everything in your heart, everything in your skull, everything in the sand will be exposed. I turned on Facebook today right before this broadcast. This has never happened before and a pop-up live video on Facebook popped up of a woman handling a snake, a green snake. The same green snakes we've been seeing that have stolen from us so much lately. My gym locker broken in again today, the third time in two months. Unbelievable! Stealing! And people just squirming and acting crazy around us. I've never seen the kingdom of hell act like this in all my life. All my life. I mean, it's non-stop, you guys, you don't understand, it's non-stop, continuous attacks against the anointed one and his anointing, against the throne of grace that we carry as the temples of the throne of grace, our human bodies. You're an earthen vessel, a jar of clay. The jar of clay containing the ark, or the throne of grace of the new covenant, is the only thing the kingdom of hell is attacking. That's why Christians that are not having spiritual warfare and not being persecuted in America are in Satan's army. They're actually the bewitched Christians in the soul realm attacking the real Christians that carry the oil. The wise virgins versus the foolish virgins in the USA. I mean, it's playing down in the Bible to a T. Jesus wrote this script out 2,000 years ago and you're watching it unfold in America right now. It's splitting half your houses. I mean, it's splitting half your relationships. Penny testifies that she's lost 90% of her friends this last three-month season of intense fire because people are going the realm of soul and snake sand or people go in the realm of solid rock on which we stand. In the heart, you're going to serve God. In the soul, you're going to serve demons. A lot of people think those demons are Jesus or the Holy Spirit, or the Lord told me to do this, the Lord told me to do that. It's always these do's and don'ts. What should I do? What should I do? I need orders. And that's all familiar spirits of religion. Religious demons only give you orders externally. Always test those spirits. Most people, just in ignorance, don't have any idea what they're doing. And they get lying visions. They get lying dreams. They get lying signs and wonders. The book of Revelation says the horror of Babylon has continuous false prophets, false apostles, false teachers, lying signs and wonders because it's working through magic of Satan's stars. It's a false light. You know, Janes and Jambres did the same signs and wonders as Moses in the Bible. Woo! Come on, somebody. Snakes! They got two snakes. The difference is Moses' snake ate their snakes. Amen? Amen. And so will the anointing devour all the witchcraft of black and white magic of the knowledge of good and evil of the flesh and the brain and the skull and Satan's stars in the garden. That's actually what's happening right now. That's what the throne of grace is doing. It's devouring the snakes. God gave me this verse today about the sand where the snakes live, where the pyramids are built, and all the human effort of the soul realm, the shifting sands. 
He said that the treasures of the sands, Zebulun and Nephtali, will come to you. Why? Because the fire of the anointing oil is burning out the snakes of the sand of the soul realm. What are you, just greedy? No, we're anointed to rule and reign, and if we don't, Satan will forever. You don't get it. Well, you just want power? No, I want the Lamb on the throne to receive glory, honor, power, dominion, and might, and I'm not bewitched, thinking that he's out there seated on Nibiru with the reptilian aliens and the tall whites and the short grays, and I'm not serving devils. I'm not serving in ziggurats of Sumerian sorcery, pretending to be Christians. I know he's in me, because I've been through hell, and he, this is the only person that's got me through it, the anointing oil within me, dealing with everything Satan's got for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and, years. and we're winning, so we're going to break through. And the Lamb sits upon the throne of our hearts, and the Lamb rules and reigns through our bodies. You know why Solomon was king of kings and lord of lords? You know why the Queen of Sheba brought him 666 annually, talents of gold? So that they walked on streets of gold in Jerusalem under Solomon's rule and reign? You know why? He walked in the anointing, the blood sacrifice. It's not just about wisdom. It's about crucifying the universe with Christ. The blood of the Lamb has been shed once and for all for the remission of sins. All sin is bound in the place of the skull. Who has enforced the new covenant angelically to walk in even a greater wisdom and favor than Solomon? Who's going to have an inheritance in the kingdom and have all flesh, all souls of the skull realm and the brain realm trampled under their feet? For the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. What shall you build for me? God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. God lives inside your body. Is the throne of God a reality inside your heart? This is the greatest deception of all time. It's the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. The externalism where we follow Jesus somewhere out there so we never submit to apostles or prophets in the government of God. We never submit to the sons of God. We never obey authority, divine authority. And there's just rebellion. Everyone's a doer of their own thing. Everyone's a worker of iniquity. And there's no order of Melchizedek in America. There's not. Because it's all the soul round. It's all pyramids. Pyramids represent iniquity. You're building your own thing in your soul sandcastle. The soul builds sandcastles. The spirit, well, he builds upon the rock. So when you're tested in fire and this fiery, fiery affliction comes upon you from God to test your works, don't be surprised if everything in your soul turns to glass. And everything you strived for, everything you slave for under the curse of fallen angels and demons that you think is just normal life in America, just working and just being a good person and going to church and paying taxes and being submitted to Freemasonry and being submitted to Babylon the Great and being submitted to devils is normal? You think submitting to Babylon the Great is normal? You think submitting to the flesh is normal? It's diabolical, demoniacal. You've been submissive to sorcerers. Now it's time to serve the Emperor Christ. Amen. And you know what? 
There's a lot of Christians beginning to serve the Emperor Christ in the Republican Party. And I know we're getting amen there. A lot of people involved in politics around here. <laughs> we post something and immediately be like, yeah, Republicans and Democrats. They're all humans. The only person good, certainly not you, is Christ. But Christ is certainly moving through the Republican Party. He is. It's huge. I mean, hallelujah, Roe versus Wade will be overturned. That's a good thing. Amen. No more killing of babies, sacrificing them on altars of human convenience. That's the spirit. That is a spirit being that you kill in the womb. Hallelujah. And it's going to be awesome. We'll have never-ending revival in America. Even after Jesus returns, North America will just be glorified. You understand, these lands, even though they got state borders and nation borders, which are good, yeah, awesome, whatever, you know, who cares? But it will all dissolve during the kingdom age. And it might be 300, 400, 500 years in the future, but if you got short-range plans, make long-range plans. Because Bob Jones seen into 2060, and the Bride of Christ had total control over all the weather in the world, and Jesus Christ had not returned yet. Woo! A lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. You'll die of unbelief long before that. You better believe. I'm telling you, that doubt and unbelief, that's not just you. That's not you just trying to figure it out there in your brain like a reasoning carnal ape in Planet of the Apes chimpanzee brain. That, that's you actually submitting to snakes in the soul realm. You're getting, giving permission for the kingdom of hell to own your soul. That doubt and unbelief, I mean, we say doubting Thomas, he got a chance right away. Tested right away. Jesus went to him right away. Like sharks that can smell blood. Whoa, one of my apostles going astray. Bam, show up. Put your hands in my, in my hands. Put your hands in my side. Bam, okay, I believe now. All right, moving on. I mean, we'll deal with doubt and unbelief so fast so you can move on to greater works. Hallelujah. And the Father does all the works, doesn't He? What do you do? Be a temple of the Holy Spirit? Be a believer? Is He going to use your body? Does He use a jar of clay? What's clay in the potter's hands? The vessel is used, isn't it, by God. God moves the vessel around. <laughs> what is He fashioning your clay into, your natural dimension? Well, first of all, He's got to work in your heart. And He's going to heal your heart, going to give you a clean heart. He's going to remove the stones of your heart, which is all the pride of the goat nature, and all the brain, the brain's a stone, and the brain gets down there in your heart, and you get a stony heart. You've been around stony-hearted people, religious people, prideful people. They're the most evil people in the world. Rebellious people are only half as evil as prideful religious people. There's nothing even close. It's white magic. It's sorcery. It's the most demoniacal thing under the sun. Prideful people that are confident in the flesh. I mean, that is the very definition of wickedness. Those that are confident in the flesh. <laughs> Amen. It's written. That's what it says in Psalms. That's actually scripture. Woe to them who are confident in the flesh. They are the wicked. We are confident in the spirit. And now we look like fools and people that don't believe, and we're like, they mock us every day. You, go, you grow in the Spirit, the more you get mocked. You know? Some of you know about that. 
the more and more powerful you get in faith. Because faith is perfect love. <laughs> it is. Faith expresses itself through love. And so people got this human thing of love in their human reasoning as being nice to people and honoring their soul realm. That's actually murder. That's what Cain is. If you honor sand in the soul realm, you're a murderer like Cain. You're a mark of Cain. God's love is an all-consuming fire, a jealous fire. God's love is stronger than death. It mocks death. The intensity of the love of God is more intense than death. Perfect love drives out your fears. But I like that thing. I like that thing. You know, people will be clinging to the natural realm, but love drives it out. So it's like the absolute opposite. The love of the soul is the opposite of the love of the spirit. And almost no Christians have even figured that basic foundation out yet. It's true. We love you. And the truth will set you free. Direct revelation from Jesus Christ. Fill your hearts and let this revelation completely transfigure your minds by renewal. Be transfigured, metamorphosized by the renewal of your mind. Amen. Where does the fire come from? The Word. The prophetic Word and the apostolic Word. The two witnesses. The prophetic and apostolic witness. People are like, oh, we're beyond the apostles. Now, how many idiots have said that? I can't believe these people. Liars. Jesus Christ is called the high priest and apostle of our faith in Hebrews. That's eternal. Are you going to be better than Jesus now? Our high priest, apostle? Get a life. You're living in a fantasy soul realm of shifting sands. You're a false teacher. May your teachings be refined in fire. You're leading people astray. He's the high priest apostle. Apostle is high priest. It is written. Book of Hebrews. Amen. It's not going away. Now sonship is Jesus the son of God. Then what's he doing as high priest and apostle? Because the apostolic anointing called Moses builds your spirit up onto the mountain. Amen. Moses is the fullness of the apostolic. Elijah is the fullness of the prophetic. People are like, oh, that Moses stuff is sorcery. Oh, my goodness. They're on the mountain. I've had Moses and Elijah visit me as I've been going from glory to glory. They poured anointing on my head. My whole house filled up with what smelled like laundry detergent. There was another witness in the room that could see these two glowing orbs. There were Moses and Elijah right in this studio. The Holy Spirit says, stand up. I stood up. Moses and Elijah poured it, this ointment, right on my head. Holy Spirit said, this is acceleration of transfiguration on your soul. My friend came over. Remember that, Penny? Yeah. <laughs> he came over. He's like so jealous. He's watching this thing take place. Man, we're in the glory realm so deep. And he takes the hit off my head. I'm like, get an impartation. I mean, I can feel my whole head tingling like 10,000 watts of electricity just boiling in the oil of Moses and Elijah. He takes the hit off my head like this. He's like, oh my God, it tastes like soap. His whole mouth filled up with fuller soap, launderer's soap, just like it's written in Malachi. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus, for transfiguring our souls. By Fuller's soap, launderer's soap, from Moses and Elijah. It's not just for me. We're in leadership. So it goes through the whole body of Christ like fresh oil down Aaron's garments and hits everyone in the anointed body of Christ, the anointed one. 
It's true. Hallelujah. We are the headship, the head, the apostles and prophets. And that's what many of you are. Some of you aren't. Some of you are in the marketplace. Some of you are doing other stuff, but you're all the bride of Christ. And God can change your heart. God can transform you. He's got a destiny for every one of you that it will fulfill you beyond imagination. It's not just about the apostles and prophets. The apostles and prophets were only here in these two olive trees to build you up into absolute perfection of Christ, the standard height of Christ's own perfection, that all of you would attain full spiritual stature. That's called being servant of all. What are we serving? The prophetic and the apostolic anointing. The prophetic word and the apostolic word. The favor and the grace and the wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ and all the peace that passes understanding. Fill your spirit so your spirit totally crucifies your heart, totally crucifies your brain, and you reach full spiritual stature, which means zero soul, 100% spirit. And i tell you the truth, there's an acceleration on it because a lot of people are so burnt out of trying in their soul realm. And it's not just, you know, these, you guys. I mean, there's a lot of people that will learn from you. If you're hearing this right now, God's going to use you so mightily. You actually sacrifice your skull at the place of Calvary and get all burnt up with seven horns and seven eyes of the slain lamb through your soul, crucified with his soul to death. The Father's going to use you beyond imagination. He will use you. You'll be a great leader. These are leaders of cities and these are leaders of nations. No doubt about it. It's going to be awesome. This is the marriage supper of the lamb that's coming forth now. It is. All it takes is someone to reach the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus and overcome the religious devil, Abaddon, of the bottomless pit of the soul realm, of Egypt, spiritual Egypt, of all the sands, of pyramids, of human striving and human religion. Someone to be spiritual enough to crucify the whole world with Mount Zion, the mountain of fire, the city of innumerable angels. And we're the company that's doing it. We've been leading the body of Christ for about a decade. It's true. We had Bob Jones come and visit us about five times. We had Jason Westerfield come and visit us about seven times. And they all said the same thing. Minneapolis, the government of God. You know, they'd be praying for me and just say, keep going. Jeremiah, all these prophecies, all these things. And I don't take it here. You know, I did a little bit, not on perfect, but I, I've learned the ways of God to stay crucified so that pride doesn't take root in my soul so I don't come under the condemnation of the devil because we're not immature Christians. We know it's all grace. We know it's all Christ. This isn't about a human being. The human being is long crucified on the altar of fire before his throne. We haven't lived a human life for 19 years. Our humanity is so burnt up, it's like ridiculous. People that walk in the occult that can see what I am come along me and never seen anything like it. You know? <laughs> People can see by that eye on your $1 bill. They're everywhere. They know what you are. They try to hold you down in your spiritual stature and keep you in the soul realm so the snakes can control your life. There's 4 million Freemasons and Sisters of the Eastern Star, men and women, that serve under fallen angels in, in this, the seed of Pharisees and the seed of Herod. Oh my goodness, you feel that right there? Holy Ghost. It's true. There's 4 million and so it's not a, 
small amount. Every city in Western civilization, every city in First World Nations has Freemason lodges and Sisters of the Eastern Star, and there's 46 different divisions in all society. These are warlocks and witches, and they're trained in the soul realm to keep your spirit down. It's not a minor thing, it's a major thing. Major bewitchment. It's religion and it's politics, the seat of Herod and the seat of the Pharisees. And they developed the soul realm into 33 degrees of witchcraft. This is shifting sand. But you can develop in witchcraft in partnership with demons and fallen angels in the sand, like the Tower of Babel, to level 33, and a 33 degree level counterfeit of Jesus Christ 33 years on earth. But we have built in our spirit the solid rock. And we're reaching full spiritual stature this season. That's why the whole world's shaking, because of the shifting sands. Bam! Tower of Babel's falling. Babylon the Great's falling. Everything that can be shaken is being shaken. That's all we ever needed to do. Build on the solid rock into the 33rd year of Jesus Christ and fill the universe with our spirit. Amen? God the Father only works through the human spirit in the New Covenant for 2,000 years. It's true. This external stuff and, you know, pie in the sky, carry on the stick, you know, where is he? I don't know. And, oh, whoa, I got a rich treasury of glory. The fullness of deity in bodily form. Now we know. No longer bewitched. No longer perishing for lack of knowledge. No longer serving demons, calling themselves angels, calling themselves Jesus, calling themselves the Holy Spirit. You know, angels of light that deceive. There's millions of them. Millions of them. They're the one that watch watches over all buildings made by human hands in Masonic Christianity. And it is 100% Masonic. I have watched for years. Freemasons go into your charismatic churches, you know, and they just have the appearance of good, knowledge of good, and it's just, oh, and they work their way up in the systems. What church do you go to? Because they have lordship and dominion over every building made by human hands. God does not dwell in any building made by human hands until we raise the standard of the city of heavenly Jerusalem through our spirits and just ramsack entire cities. We're going to be living in sin, which is falling short of the glory. But we're not falling short of the glory. I don't teach or preach types and shadows of the soul realm. We're building up your spirit in ever-increasing glory into full spiritual stature. Grace building upon grace. So that every city where there's manifest sons and daughters of the living God whose spirits are in full spiritual stature can be a refuge city. Truly, we are preparing you for Armageddon. The devil's not leaving this world without a fuss. That ancient red dragon whose tail swept one-third of the stars that wrap our planet. That's all space. He's not going out without a fight. He's got tremendous wickedness available in his tail. It can't touch us because we're getting sealed because Jesus Christ defeated him. We're getting sealed in our hearts and sealed in our minds in the high place above the curse, above the sand, crucified with Christ at the place of the skull so that we're safe and sealed in the kingdom of heaven before all the horrible stuff happens that's going to happen in the times ahead. Right now it's a great decision time of everyone deciding if they're going to live in the sand of the soul or in Christ of the Spirit. And the chasm will get wider and wider and wider of the two virgins, wise and foolish, until it's sealed. Everyone has had ample opportunity to decide worldwide. Eight billion, 75% of all the souls that have ever lived and walked on the face of the earth are on the earth right now. It's the great harvest of the end times. 
and these eight billion are going to choose. And I know we are promised, beyond a shadow of a doubt, one billion will come with us into the kingdom and say no to the soul's realm of shifting sands and the serpents of Egypt and all that sand. It will all just be melted out of them and their heads will be white for the harvest and they'll enter the kingdom and they'll live in the spirit with us and will be sealed in the spirit on earth. And those that are not sealed and have the mark of Jesus Christ on their foreheads will be separated by angels and thrown into the lake of fire forever in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.